Welcome to Inspiring Business with your host, Mark Bullock, who is the co-founder of Videosocials.net and of VideoInterviewPodcast.com. In every episode, Mark interviews business and organizational thought leaders who share their stories of how they inspire others by making a difference. You can find this show on Videosocials.net and YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and almost any podcast platform of your choosing. Welcome, and today I'm uh, very interested in having my guest, uh, Jake Talapic, because Jake is the wizard of marketing. It's hey, Mark, terrific, thanks for having me. Terrific, terrific opening, Jake. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Wonderful. So um, you were referred by uh, another friend of mine, uh, another podcast guest that I had, Evan uh, Messman, who's a great guy, um, and... Uh, uh, he spoke very highly of you. I've had a chance to look at some of your online presence and whatnot, and you are certainly a, a dynamic um, uh, guy. You're using shorts. You're on all kinds of social media. We'll get into we'll get into that later on. Uh, you got some really interesting programs, um, and um, I always like to start uh, my podcast with you know what's your story, and I know that's that's something that's important to you, but. How did you become the Wizard of Marketing? <laughs> well, the, the short version is quite by accident, to be honest. Um, my uh, quick version of the story, though, here is uh, I did not know what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I didn't know that for quite a long time. I tried a lot of different things. Um, I served in the military for several years. I built cell towers. Um, I worked at a logistics company doing trucking. I tried out a bunch of things. And um, one day I found myself in need of a job. I'm somewhat of a project manager at this point in my career and uh, applied for an opening at a company called Hearing Care Marketing. And they specialized in marketing for hearing aid businesses. Knew nothing about marketing, nothing about hearing aids. Just how to uh, work an Excel spreadsheet, if you will. <laughs> and so started that job and found myself managing a bunch of marketing people. So I had to learn it pretty darn quick. And um, what I found was I just I loved it. I love the multifacetedness of the marketing discipline. Um, right. And that job, uh, you know, ran its course in my career and after that, I said, you know what? I'm going to self-style as a marketer. And I started applying for marketing positions, um, worked for a couple other companies over a few years, and uh, finally realized that while I love marketing, I need to work for me. And so started my own business. Mm -hmm. That was about five years ago when I started my first agency, Brio Studio, uh, which then was purchased or sold and purchased. And then I uh, realized I didn't want to work for people again. I had to rediscover that one. Um, and so I started the latest version of my agency, which is, of course, Wizard Marketing. Awesome. Awesome. So um, you mentioned a, a military background. That's something that we, that we actually have in common. I was in the Coast Guard. Uh, what, what branch of uh, service were you in? Excellent. Yeah, I was in the Air Force for for several ah, years. That was that was my number two choice, honestly. If uh, if if it hadn't gone well with the Coast Guard, uh, the Air Force was the only other service that I that that, that I seriously considered. So and I know a Absolutely. lot of Air Force guys. It's 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 a it's a phenomenal um, it's a phenomenal organization. 
Absolutely. Um, I I don't uh, I I miss it and I don't miss it. (laughs) (laughs) I I think all of us can pretty much say that, you know, we we, we, you know, that even if we really sunk our teeth into it, it's like, you know, know, enough's enough after a while. So absolutely. But but, uh, (laughs) uh, it was uh, it was a pleasure to be uh, to to serve. And and, uh, thank you for your service. Absolutely. And thank you for yours. You're, you're very welcome. <laughs> so, um, one of the th- one of the topics that uh, we, we had uh, kind of touched on and, and, and wanted to get uh, get into a little bit is, and and this is kind of important because I don't think a lot of people understand the distinction, um, and and that is the difference between what is a brand versus a business. Absolutely, um, I think you can distill it down pretty simply. Mm-hmm. But the the fullness of the, the definition is much deeper than this. But ultimately, the the brand is the why behind the how of the business. That That's how I always look at it. Um, if you want to come at it from another approach, the brand is the rock, the pillar, the guidelines upon which your business interfaces with the world and its customers. So every choice your business makes, whether you plan to or not, every choice your business makes is in alignment with your brand. (laughs) You're either creating the brand unconsciously or consciously. Correct. Correct. (laughs) So I'd rather do it consciously than unconsciously. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but... really that comes into play for us in one of our services, which is video socials. And um, we had for years uh, struggled with getting our clients. We've been marketing advisors for, for many years and we're struggling with, with uh, getting our clients to create content. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they get in, you know, into the perfectionism, et cetera, et cetera. And so we invented this process called phone blogger, where we, you know, we had a professional ed- uh, editor uh, call them, interview them. Um, they're the author. They create the content. We uh, uh, we edit that into a, into a blog article, uh, and 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 put it on their website, put it on their social media. And we've been doing this before social media really even took off, and and doing newsletters and all this kind of stuff. So fast forward a number of years, and you know, entree video socials because video is what is people are paying attention to online it is gives people the ability to connect with us to get to know like and trust us because it's the next best thing to being there they always you know it's it's the old it's beyond just audio it's beyond you know writing a an eloquent article uh it is it is the realness of a human being um having a conversation with an audience and that's something that is is not natural uh, and I think I had mentioned to you before, you know, the stats are in, there's 8 billion people on the planet, um, and only a million YouTube channel as a million YouTube channels. Now you add all of the promotional or marketing uh, videos that are being done and all the people that are doing it, it's well, it's way less than 1% of the entire world population. And yet it is the thing that gets you in front of your prospects get you in front and, and helps you build your brand and build your business. Uh, and so, but where to start 
So we created video socials so that we do it in a social environment. We do it with each other. We do it and think of it as a mastermind group in which we're actually taking turns recording our videos, giving each other feedback, learning as we do. It's an experiential program. Uh, and uh, it's free to come as a guest and, and check it out. So videosocials.net, just click the guest tab at the top of the screen uh, for anybody that would like to do that. Um, but with you, I want to look a little bit more at the strategy, right? So that's, that's you know, getting comfortable creating content, you know, in, in the video sphere, right? So, but what you're doing is, is uh it's tactical. I can definitely tell from many of the shorts and st stuff that you do, but the tactics behind it are is really leads to my second question, which is, you know, where should we be focusing our marketing efforts? Because there is a bazillion ways to market and a million, you know, and a bazillion ways uh, and channels and, and, and processes that, that we could do, but where should we be focusing our efforts? Love that question. Um, I, I might be uh, a little old school for my age, but I like the classics. I like to look at what's worked be transcending beyond marketplace right now, or, or rather what's available on the market right now and look at what historically works. And to your point that you said earlier, look at the most effective marketing methodologies over all time. We go back to ancient Greece to the forum and to public speaking, you go back to biblical times and you have the same thing that the speakers are the ones who are influencing the world, who are driving the world. And then you have a kind of adjacently aligned to that, the public marketplace, right? Mm -hmm. the, 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 the callers and the criers saying, come to this booth and, and, and do this thing. And all of that comes back to one thing, which I think we lost for several years the the digital era completely evaporated the traditional marketing techniques mm -hmm. in favor of this hot new thing and we say hot new thing the internet's been around for you know nearly 35 40 years now mm -hmm. um and we we threw away a lot of that classic technique in favor of this shiny new object which was search which was paid ads which was all of these digital marketplaces and we mm -hmm. relied on our products to sell themselves but if you go back and you look at what is the heart of marketing and this is ultimately leading us back to why branding is so important is that people do business with people <laughs> yep and and like I said, the digital era, the kind of 1997 to now or to the last couple years, mm -hmm. we've put that away. We've put that mentality on the shelf. There are still great brands out there. I mean, look at the last 30 years. You've got Nike. You've got Apple. You know, you've got um, some some massive, massive brands that have done fantastic by building an experience around their brand. And they're doing it right, and they're going to be timeless because of that. But the vast majority of companies have relied on their products mm -hmm. and the positioning of those products to do all the heavy lifting. And we're walking away from that as a society. The younger generations are realizing that 
features and price do not mean that this is the right fit for me. And so we're making that return to people doing business with people. And because of that, it's so closely aligned to those traditional marketing avenues, which are speaking and and being in front of people, which is why social media, while originally created to be an engagement platform for people to maintain their community, is now becoming the modern day marketplace, the modern day pulpit if you will for businesses and the businesses have to adapt that too this is the other part of this which is because businesses have relied on their products and their services and their pricing for so long as their main selling point they've forgotten how to be a part of people's lifestyles they've completely removed their ability to connect with their audience And so now branding, which was go back 50 years at the heart of advertising, right? Advertising comes out of branding, right? Mm -hmm. Every business understood that. Go watch Mad Men. Yes, I know it's television, but it does a very good job of letting you of showing you what it was like before the Internet as far as marketing goes. And we lost that. We're coming back to it now. And the businesses that are succeeding are the ones that realize that and are consciously choosing their brand to be in front of the right kind of audience. Man, are we in alignment? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, so many things that I could say, not the least of which um, uh, it's not just business. It is personal, right? The old saying, nothing personal is just business. It's the exact opposite because... <laughs> Uh, and and the whole concept of of shall we just put it out there public speaking right mm-hmm. you know it's Absolutely. it's uh, um, and some of this maybe te- text is not dead we still you know we're we're still doing a lot of that with with people but it's a form of communication it is it is becoming a branded expert because you are an evangelist for your industry. Mm-hmm. Is the way that is, is the way that I look at it, right? So if you're not willing to be an evangelist for your industry and you're not willing to be an evangelist for what for what it is that you do, that means that either one, you don't really believe it yourself. And the only way that you're going to stand out in, in a in a crowded marketplace is if you truly believe what in what it is that you do is 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 a better fit for at least some segment of the some segment of the marketplace. And absolutely. And then you are able to communicate that passion, that belief, that that interest, and you just basically outlined our entire company. That's what <laughs> we do: is 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 help people take their passion, take that something that they really know a lot about, something that they, that they are really have a desire to help others. Mm-hmm. They have a desire to 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 have their products, their services. Um, make an impact, a positive impact on 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 people, on individuals, um, and um, to be able to then market that. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. We call it Absolutely. word of mouth marketing. It's been called content marketing, et cetera, et cetera. But but the reality is, it is having a conversation with people in which you can, to tie back to the show, inspire others to want to do business with you because they're inspired by you. Absolutely. So uh, one, you know, one thing that I always look at 
when I'm thinking about branding and how to present a product to mm-hmm. to an audience is I think about my own circles and and the things that I'm interested in. Okay, um, personal hobby. I love scotch. I'm a board gamer. I have a bunch of of small hobbies. I'm actually a hobbyist. It's a terrible thing. Don't be a hobbyist, folks. Just pick one hobby and stick with it. Okay. <laughs> don't don't go be a drone guy for a weekend. Okay. <laughs> like me, you'll, you'll regret it. Um, but I look at my circle of friends and how do we effectively market to each other oh i played this game this board game the other day it was fantastic you would love it because i know you right Mm -hmm. um we just went to this awesome restaurant they had the best you know panna cotta i know you love panna cotta you should go try this restaurant we have to build that level of relationship with our buying audience we, we don't want our marketing to be labeled as marketing. It should just be, this is part of my lifestyle. And, and, and there's a lot of great examples of this. Uh, Red Bull is a fantastic company when it comes to this concept of lifestyle branding or lifestyle marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Where they don't say, buy Red Bull drinks, go drink energy drinks. They don't have to do any of that. Instead, they show guys jumping out of space planes, doing parachuting from the, you know, setting world records and and then jumping goofy bikes into the water. You know, like they've got this whole lifestyle of excitement and engagement and get out there and live. They have their own F1 uh, racing team. Exactly. Yep. And, and And all of that comes back to the people that they want to reach, which are. People who are adventurous, people who are high energy, high octane lifestyles, who want to get out there and live life to the fullest. And honestly, not like us, you know, sit behind a screen and watch a ton of YouTube videos, right? That's a whole different group of people. So like they know exactly who they're going after and they don't have to say buy Red Bull. They just exist around the people that buy Red Bull and share Mm -hmm. with them. And then those people buy Red Bull. Awesome. So what what can we do? I, I really like to, to, to help people have have a takeaway. You know, what can we do daily to grow mm-hmm. our businesses? Um, I would say having served many companies at in different industries with different products and services, the number one misstep that I see right now is not understanding why your audience should interact with your product. And and this is no fault of creators and business owners because your focus, your, your effort and your energy exists in your product and service. You have invested in its development and you know why it has feature XYZ. You know exactly why A, B, and C are the top functions of your thing, whatever it is that, that you do. But the problem is, is that your why can misalign over time with the audience why. 
And so you have to really step back. And it's so hard when you're so close to it. You have to step back and reimagine your messaging from that audience, mm. from from their perspective and say, it's not it's not that this feature saves them time. It's that this feature saves them time so that they can blank. Mm-hmm. And that that blank is a why you set out to do your thing in the first place. Yeah. That that blank, whatever that is, I want to, you know, drink from coconuts on a beach. And so I built this company <laughs> to pay me money so I could sit on a beach and drink from a coconut, right? Like that's that's the blank. You have to find out what that blank is for the audience, and there's lots of them. There's lots of blanks to fill in. And every time you can discover a blank and fill it in, you have a new marketing message that's way more impactful than this saves you time. So my why is my is my mission statement in life. And uh, like you, I've had numerous career changes and um, I had the rug pulled out from underneath me. Uh, and I was in my 40s when I sat down and said, what do I want to be when I grow up? Um, and so out of that is my mission statement, which is I make a difference for those who make a difference in the world. And that's really all that I'm interested in doing. The good news about that is, is that it is about them, not about it, not about me. Your why, your core why might be about you. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not what's going to sell your, your products or services. Right. Because right. other people are not going to care about whether or not you get to sit on the beach and drink, drink out of a coconut. Okay. Right. <laughs> they care about, I've got a problem I need to solve. I've got, I've got a, 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 a need to do something, to grow something, to be, you know, to be something, to, to overcome something. Mm-hmm. How can you help me? Mm-hmm. That's all they care about. Absolutely. Right? So, so one of the word pictures I use constantly with clients is I tell them to sell the sword and they go, what do you mean by sell the sword? Too often businesses want your product to be the hero of the story. Okay. But guess, guess who is the hero of every person's story themselves? Mm-hmm. All right. It is not your product. It is not you, the CEO of your amazing business. It is in fact the customer. They are the hero of the story. So if you can reframe your product to instead not be the hero, mm-hmm. but simply to be the sword that they pick up to slay their dragon. You don't, you're not selling anymore. You're not selling. You're, you're the wise old hermit that says, uh, it's dangerous to go alone here. Take this. And, and they would, then they have to make the decision at the, at that point, like, do I actually want to slay this dragon? And that's a whole different conversation, right. obviously. Right. That's selling. Right. Um, but that's really the impetus of of marketing is getting people on board with their own vision of the future mm-hmm. and then just putting your product as the pathway between them and that vision. So you're selling the prize, but you're supplying the sword. Bingo. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So in other words... They, they've got something they want to do, something want, they want to overcome, something they want to achieve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You may be providing the tool, the consultation, the legal services, 
the accounting services, the product, whatever it is, that is right. the tool, the sword to, to allow them to achieve what they're trying to achieve. Absolutely. I want a big tax return. Okay. But I don't know how to do all this filing. Oh, well, here is, you know, this service or we're an accountant. We'll do that for you. So we'll get you that big return. Well, now the question is not, do I hire these guys? It's do I want the big return? And if the answer is yes, well, then I have to hire these guys. Right. Right. So. So all the rage recently, because we, we could take any one of these topics and go on for days. I, <laughs> I, I already know that. So um, we do have we do have a limited amount of time, though. But um, what's come up recently, and I have to admit, I'm I'm skeptical. I'm excited at the same time. And it's AI and the use of AI in marketing. And so I'm going to give you my prejudice <laughs> against AI. And but understanding that I think that there is a tremendous opportunity at the same time. My prejudice is it is artificial intelligence. Everything that we do, everything that we coach our clients to do, everything that our members of, of, of our uh, video club, video socials, everything that we're doing on uh, on uh, um, how we approach marketing has to do with authenticity, has to do with authorship, not, you know, artificial, right? So I see a way for to use AI to, to develop drafts as an example. And an example might be, and I'm I'm asking you the question, and I'm giving you something, I'm giving you some of my answer to, to, to the question <laughs> before before I even let you let you talk. But this is something that that we're very much looking at right now, and it's to say, when you and I have this conversation, we've created a thirty minute you know uh, podcast. That's a marketing tool. It's a educational tool for 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 our for our audiences our perspective audiences, et cetera. But we both know that that also needs to be chopped up. We need to take little parts of it and pieces of it and put it into reels and put it into shorts and 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 have other posts about it so that people that don't have the time to sit down and watch a 30-minute thing, you know, get some benefit. So we can we can pull out tips and we can pull out tricks. That's a very manual process. We we are in the process of authoring this piece of content. I think AI might be able to go in and say, all right, so take a look at that now and give me half a dozen tips, shorts, clips that can be used in other ways. We still need to go back and review that and say, did the AI get it right? But you, you, it, rather than, than, than having to have somebody go through and spend hours to create, you know, half a dozen um, pieces that could be pulled off of this so that it could be repurposed and, 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 and be used in, in different marketing platforms and different social media platforms that don't allow, as an example, a 30 minute, you know, uh, video conversation. But what do you see? <laughs> what do you see as far as an AI in marketing? Well, I have kind of three, three opinions and I'll go quickly through them on AI specifically from a marketing perspective. Okay. So, the first is that, 
and, and this might break me away from some other marketers and their mentality. I am of the opinion, if it works, do it. Right. Mm. Like marketing is such a stressful and, and honestly difficult field because it's so multifaceted that if you can find success in something, do that until there's no more success. I, I firmly mm. believe that even okay. if it would be considered we're going to use an industry term here, black hat. If you've heard that term, basically, it means eh, it's kind of scummy, but it works. Right. I, mm. I'm I'm of the opinion if it's black hat and it works and you're making money. You can do that. All right. So that might separate me from some other marketers. So the question we have to ask ourselves is, does AI have the ability to drive me marketing revenue mm -hmm. better than other other tools or, or, or time that I can spend? And the answer right now is yes. I'll just, you know, short, shortcut to that. Like the answer is yes. There are a lot of things you can use AI for right now that are generating marketing success in the short term. And I say that very specifically because of the second thing I think about AI, which is <clears throat> AI is uncanny. And I use that word very specifically uncanny. uncanny. If you go back to the early 2000s, if you're a movie buff at all, you remember the term the uncanny valley. And this was the period of time where we had enough computer generated cgi graphics to do it but every time it happened you knew that wasn't like good <laughs> it's not like iron man now when he puts his suit on and it like it comes in perfectly or the transformers movies now where they have 20,000 moving parts on the transformer like that was back when man shrek was kind of rough you know <laughs> like um uh, i i'm a big star wars fan if you can't tell from my posters behind <laughs> me um one of the things i always think of is there's a scene where uh yoda fights emperor palpatine spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen that um and the whole scene is just very tough to watch because it's so in that uncanny valley AI has that problem, but it's not just with the video. It's with everything it produces. If I put 20 articles in front of you and I say one of these was written by AI, the odds that you can pick it out are pretty high. Yeah. It's pretty high. And so because of that, and this is the third thing I think about AI, AI is still very much in its infancy. We want to think of AI as an F-16 fighter jet, okay? Mm -hmm. But the reality is it's the Wright Brothers plane. It's not even like, <laughs> you yeah. know, a, yeah. a Spitfire from the 50s. Like it is, it is very, very new technology that is very, very dumb. It's impressive, because as humans, we can't computate as much data as it's taking in. Mm -hmm. But we have more complexity. We have more uh, nuance. We have the ability to create um, connections between ideas that AI cannot. Now, on the mm -hmm. on the reverse side, it can, too, in a different way. It's more mathematical. Was we're as humans more relational, right? Mm -hmm. AI can't make up memes. AI can't make a meme, but 
it can tell you from your entire list of blood chart that you have some disease that no one's ever heard of, right? Like that's that's the flip side to it. So uh, when it comes to AI, I think we just need to take a big grain of salt and go, okay, this is a fantastic tool that allows me to shortcut a lot of things and maybe produce things that will be effective for right now. But I have to be aware that AI does not understand my brand, which is the reason why. Mm -hmm. And so anything it produces is going to have that uncanny effect. And as such, I need to be aware of that and then treat it like the new young baby product that it is. So... We agree and we disagree, and what I'm and, and and I don't happen to agree with the black cat, but I do agree with basically one area that I think it really can make a difference now, even in its infancy, and that is what I'm going to call draft. In other words, giving you ideas to then work with, right? So if you ask Chat GTP to write you a five minute to read article on X Y Z topic. It'll it'll produce it. Mm -hmm. I know Absolutely. that I'm going to be able to read it and tell that this is this is either one a not your brand or b not it, 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 it's it's artificial, uh -huh. right? Absolutely. But if you if you then take what AI gives you and you edit it and you and you bring and you bring in your brand, you know it, it may it may give you uh, opportunities and options. Um, and perspectives that you may not have thought of on your own. A thousand so. percent. Yes. The way that I talk about it internally with my team is that uh, we treat AI like an unpaid intern. We can give it a lot of work, but it's not going to come back very good. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Jake, you know, we talked earlier that, uh, You've got a lot of you've got a lot of presence online. Um, I know that you focus on or, or what you're focusing on right now is TikTok, um, and that's uh, at uh, the mark the Wizard Marketing. Um, and folks, we're going to have links to all of these in, in the descriptions or in, in the, whether or not you're listening to this as a podcast or you're watching it on YouTube, etc. Um, your main uh, website is thewizard.marketing. That's not a dot com for those of us over you know a certain age. Um, <laughs> so the wizard dot marketing. Uh, you have a free marketing support community, uh, which is a Discord channel, uh, fullvelocitymarketing.com. Um, you have a personal profile on LinkedIn. We'll have a link, you know, below for that. You have a LinkedIn business uh, page, which is at the um, hyphen wizard hyphen marketing. You're on YouTube. Uh, at the Wizard of Marketing, and you're also on Facebook, the the Wizard Marketing. Um, you have a couple. You have a couple of courses, uh, and one of them is a 90 day marketing reset, building a marketing plan. Again, we'll have a we'll have a, a link for that as well. Um, folks, you need to have a plan. You gotta have a plan, right? right. You know, it's it's uh, you know. Winston Churchill, you know, is famous for saying nothing more useless than a plan, nothing more valuable than the planning process. <laughs> and there's some truth in that from the perspective of 
if your planning process is ongoing. In other words, your strategy is um, uh, is constantly in development, then the plan itself can be extremely valuable. The idea of sitting down in one fell swoop, designing designing a plan to move forward, and then never looking at it again for the next you know x number of years, yeah, that plan is useless. But if you're working off of developing a strategy and you're thinking about it, the fact that you're thinking about it and you're having conversations with professionals such as yourself or your, and or others, and I know that this part of your marketing community is they're kind of they're, they're, they're kind of feeding off of each other and brainstorming. And, 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 and I'm a big fan of community marketing, right? Being able mm-hmm. to to mark whether you could, whether that be through networking, whether that be through masterminding, whether that be through having a, a video marketing club uh, like we have with video socials, uh, whether it's the, the kind of the, the kind of club that you've that you've put together. We get we just get better ideas mm-hmm. and we Absolutely. get and we get different perspectives when we are marketing with others, even if it's we're, we're working on entirely different projects and entirely different businesses. Right. Mm-hmm. So. um Kudos to you for creating the marketing <laughs> community. Okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. In fact, I'll, I'll give a quick takeaway. This one's an easy okay. one. Okay. Everybody already knows the best marketing advice giver they'll ever know. Every single person already knows this person. Um, yep. And that is your mother. Put, <laughs> put your marketing in front of your mother and say, do you get this? If they don't understand it, you didn't get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there, there, there you go. My <laughs> mom never understood what it was that I did. <laughs> you got to work on that marketing then. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure, uh, Jake. And, and we could go on for um, quite, quite a while. Um, I really appreciate, uh, one, having met you. Two, the fact that you've got a marketing community. And three, that you understand and get some of the, some of the core principles that I think that the marketing world did get away from, you know, as the internet grew and as, and as social media started taking over and it's like, and, and AI is trying to do now, I think is that they're trying to the shortcut, whatever, whatever we can do to have something else, whether it be Mm -hmm. an overseas, you know, newsletter, you know, that's written, that's canned and let's just distribute that instead of authoring our own stuff uh, or, 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 or using AI as the be all and end all, and it's going to replace us. No, it can't replace us. Right? Absolutely not. Um, yes, it can contribute, but it can't. Compl- it can't replace. Mm-hmm. So, um, thank you, uh, and uh, uh, and I want to. I, I, th- I think I think we're going to get to be friends because uh, we, <laughs> we we have a whole lot of of synergy, and and I uh, I definitely want to pick your brain on a couple of a couple of things outside outside of this, but. Uh, um, really enjoyed having you today, Jake. I appreciate you having me on. It's been a fantastic conversation. I'm definitely looking forward to continuing it. All right. Have a great one. Take care. You've been listening to Inspiring Business with your host, Mark Bullock. Your positive comments, likes, and most importantly, your sharing of this show with others is greatly appreciated. Don't forget to subscribe to the Inspiring Business Podcast on whatever platform you prefer. You can catch prior episodes on videosocials.net and on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and all the major podcast platforms.